0: We're live and we're rolling and this is the real venture. I'm your co-host Peyton And I am your co-host Luke and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs The questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow every single week We are joined by CEOs venture capitalists artists co-founders and influencers all with one thing in common young entrepreneurs the only thing i'm going to need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation every single wednesday luke and i are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us All right, Pete, well, uh, you know, so happy that you were able to come on. Um, Why don't we just start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, well, Peyton, thanks so much. Really appreciate you having me here today. And uh, yeah, I've been a lifelong entrepreneur, pretty much all I've ever done. And, you know, I've started off just after university, uh, bought a franchise, ran some service businesses for about 15 years and, uh, you know, built those and sold those. Uh, became a business broker helping people buy and sell businesses, which is how I found one of the businesses that I currently run, which is called Shoe Topia, a couple of shoe stores uh, here in Ontario. And I still run those and they're doing well. And you know, got, got into business coaching a few years ago too. And I've had lots of different other businesses along the way, but have pretty much always ran at least two businesses at the same time, sort of split and diversify a little bit of risk. But at the same time, I like doing that sort of stuff and creating turnkey businesses so that I can work on both of them and help out my team and all that kind of stuff. But really my life is all around, of course, family and what have you, but on the business side of things, my life is all around entrepreneurship, whether I'm either coaching and helping entrepreneurs grow or trying to do it within my own businesses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one thing that's kind of always fun to check in with is, you know, everybody finds their way to to whatever business, you know, calls them and yeah. and, and matches their purpose did you study business at university or did you just, okay. So you were kind of gearing up for, yeah. So you were gearing up for this life.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's something I've always been passionate about. I took, um, uh, a three-year business degree, you know, finished up when I was 23. And then I went back actually and took my MBA and executive MBA in 2007 to nine as well, just to kind of cap some stuff. I thought I wanted to get into big business after running small businesses for 15 years, but that was the, crash in that time. And, you know, um, basically I elected to go back into business again and take some of those learnings f- deeper and further. And you know, as you can see for anybody's watching, I'm a big avid reader, lifelong learner, and all that sort of stuff. So I love frameworks and models and work through all those kind of things. So whether it's business school or whether it's learning on your own with topics and things that you're super interested about, it's something that's always been passionate to me. So that I can, you know, learn from my own businesses. But like I said, and now helping other people get through some of those crazy frustrations and overwhelm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I love being an avid reader. I think that that's a great skill. I think there's a lot of things. Obviously, the internet is an incredible resource oh, for yeah. us and you can pretty much go find whatever you need. Uh, but at the same time, there's just so much value in books and things that you can't get yeah. other places. So I got I got to ask, what is your favorite Business related book? What is, you know, if somebody reached out to you and, like, hey, I need one book recommendation.
1: You know, I know a lot of your, um, Listeners or younger entrepreneurs, Peyton. And I'm a Business Made Simple certified coach. And for me, uh, Business Made Simple by Donald Miller is really a foundational book. And whether you've been at it, you know, 25 plus years like I have, or whether you're just starting up, it lays out the foundations in a really good way of how to do everything, kind of comes with accompanying videos and all sorts of great stuff. So, from that perspective, I think it's really just one of those foundational books for any entrepreneur. Uh, there's a ton of others, but that's probably where I'd
0: start. Awesome. Well, I haven't read that yet, so I definitely uh, definitely am going to need to dive into that next. We're trying to do a book a week yeah. here, so uh, you know, definitely need all the recommendations we can get. 52 is a lot.
1: I got a ton. I run a book club, a business book club. So you're welcome to join me with that one as well.
0: There we go. I'm going to take you up on that right on. So, you know, before, before we actually dove into the show, we were talking a little bit about what we wanted to cover today. Yeah. And I think one of the uh, ideas that you threw out there, I think is really applicable to our listeners. And um, it actually ties into an episode that we did uh, the other day where we were talking about the mom test. And if, you know, if, Anybody that's listening is unfamiliar with the mom test. Basically, at its core, you're trying to simplify your idea um, down so, you know, your mom, who maybe is not familiar with what, you know, your business operations or or, or what you're doing can understand. And I think that that ties in really nicely into, you know, condensing and working on that one liner because... Uh, you know, you really only get one opportunity sometimes to uh, to describe your business to a potential investor, partner, uh, or customer. So you want to get it right. So why don't, you know, we kind of dive into that and, and talk through how to craft that one-liner for your business.
1: Yeah, sure. So first of all, a one-liner doesn't necessarily have to be one line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, a one-liner is really... Taking your elevator pitch and, you know, crafting it down, simplifying it a bit, um, scribing out a bit of the longevity of it. But, you know, ultimately a one-liner revolves around these three key components. The first one is outline what the problem your customer is facing. And that's where you start. You let them know what the problem is. And then the second component is to detail the solution that you're going to offer. Two, make the third thing happen, make their life better. So when you basically give them a future that they see, so you want to basically outline the problem, position your solution as the answer to that, and then give them The future focus of what they are going to live, how they are going to live, how your problem, how the problem is going to be solved through your solution so that they can enjoy a better life with whatever it is you offer, whether it's a product or a service. So, for example, if I was to say um, for for my business, Shootopia, right? I can... There's several different ways I can lay that out, but I'll give you our story pitch for shootopia, just as, as one of them. Many people believe that to look great, they need to sacrifice being comfortable. So that's, you know, these people tend to think if they're buying a pair of shoes or something that they, if, if it's a good looking shoe, it's going to feel not great. Or if it, mm-hmm. if it's a shoe that really feels awesome, it's not going to look that great. Yep. So that's the the jux problem that people are having when they when they're thinking about shoes and then you're saying your feet are your foundation and life is not fun if your feet are sore. With our curated selection of trusted brands, so there's the solution, right? With our curated selection of trusted brands, Shootopia's professional team ensures your clients find the perfect pair. So you're kind of peppering in a little bit of authority there as well, saying, hey, we have a professional team that knows what they're talking about. And then you're giving them the better future. People come alive when they look in the mirror and they say, ooh, those look good. And ah, they feel fantastic. And then you kind of ended off with that even abbreviated sort of short, what we call a theme. When people look great and feel fantastic, they're ready to tackle life's challenges. You know, so that would be one avenue of running that sort of the problem, the solution and the life after. And if we're talking about something like my business, simplifying entrepreneurship, what would that look like? Well, for For the business that I'm that I'm doing now with coaching entrepreneurs and all that stuff kind of thing, it's like at simplifying entrepreneurship, we believe that many of the best business ideas have never become a reality. Leaders often feel paralyzed and put off the important decisions that are vital to their success. So when we're talking about how to make good decisions, how to, you know, those. You can set up different one liners for different topics, even in the same business. So, in that one, I'm hitting the point of people are having a hard time, sort of, they're feeling paralyzed about moving ahead and making the decisions they need to make. Another one I might say is entrepreneurs are often, often feel frustrated and overwhelmed about the amount of time that they are consumed in putting into their businesses. So that would be a problem that I may use as one of my one-liners. And then crafting out the solution, we've created coaching frameworks that simplify the entrepreneurial decision-making process. Leaders make tough choices and it shouldn't have to be so hard right? So you're peppering in, again, the empathy part of the whole thing. You understand what they're going through. And with that authority piece, you're actually letting them know that you're there to be their guide in helping them through the journey that they're on. So really, you're kind of detailing out The problem, the solution, and then life afterwards, right? You always got to pepper in that life afterwards. When entrepreneurs have systems that simplify their biggest decisions, they build the confidence that ignites momentum, right? So that would be their life afterwards. Transforming entrepreneurial worries and wants into wins would be the theme if I was going to take it down into mm-hmm. just a few words so basically the idea of that one-liner is it doesn't have to be one line you can bring it down into a one-line sort of thing but when you have the flow of that you're just laying it out in that problem solution and life afterwards no matter what it is so let's let's talk about older people who don't want to cut their lawn anymore for example okay, okay? yep so the problem is is I don't want to be bothered anymore. I don't feel like cutting my lawn. Well, the solution is at Pete's Lawn Cutting Service, we'll come and maintain your lawn so you don't ever have to worry about it again. And, and the, the, the the sort of the idea around life afterwards is never have to worry. Don't, you know, um, overstrain yourselves or don't have any sort of, you know, have have the pristine lawn that's going to be the envy of your neighborhood without laying a finger on it. So those are the kind of things that you're saying. You're always outlining the problem. You're always kind of understanding what it is around the empathy and the authority. So the empathy, you understand the problem, the authority, you're the one that can take care of it. And you're going to show them step by step how to do that and then show them the life afterwards. And if you can do that, and every time you're talking to somebody, when you're laying it out, you want them to ask you the question at the end of your one liner: tell me more. Yeah, Like you want, you want to actually have them say, okay, now I'm intrigued. If you can leave them without the full sort of idea so that they ask you more, that's even more interesting to like, if you're standing at the bar or if you're, you know, talking to them at a a networking event or something like that, you want to kind of end up with a few different things that are going to ask, have them ask you to tell you more about what it is you do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think you know definitely through through my own entrepreneurial experience i've kind of learned and i think that this is something that deters a lot of really young entrepreneurs um you know we've talked a little bit about inserting that authority in yeah. there right well what do you do when you don't have any authority when you're just starting out this is you know maybe your first customer you know obviously these these one liners evolve over time and they become sure. re- and they become refined So for somebody that's just starting a business, Mm -hmm. um, this is, you know, their first attempt at a one-liner. Yeah. How do they need to think about crafting it when they're not exactly sure that end value because it hasn't been proven yet?
1: Yeah. So when you're looking at that, you have to do your best to basically lay it out in a way that you deem it to going, going to happen so that, you know, you're laying it out and saying it's the same thing. What's the problem that your customer's facing? What are your solutions? And what's their life going to look afterwards? So, I mean, if you've never had a client at all, then you're just going to basically lay that out in the very same way. What's the problem? and here are the solutions that at least i think at this point in time so you don't necessarily have the authority piece but you have to lay it out as though you're basically saying this is what i'm going to do for you right how else can you how else can you do it and then show them what it's going to bring afterwards so with the with that, you might be lay a little bit off the authority and a little bit more on the empathy saying, mm-hmm. you know, I understand how you feel. I've been there and this is what we're doing to work through that with you. And you can talk about sort of being their partner in it and working through it with them and all that other stuff so that they feel part of the community. Because, you know, that's the other thing when, you know, you're bringing them into Your story and you're bringing them in as, so you want to be their guide, not their hero. And that's sort of the business made simple framework that we use when we coach to that sort of language, but it's around being the guide. Think of it as um, Luke Skywalker and Yoda. So Luke Skywalker was the hero, but Yoda was his guide they're helping them along the way to become the hero of the story. So how in that story, in that one-liner, how can you help your client, the person who's going to buy your services, be the hero of their own story? And how can you give them that Future, because you don't want to be the hero. You just want to be there to be their guide, their coach, and work them through whatever it is that you're offering and let them have the glory. Right. So, from that side of things, think about that in the one liner, too. Your problem, I understand. I've been there. I've done that. This is stuff that I work with all the time. And then your solution. And then the life after. So give them that sort of really good feel of what things could be like if they use your service.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think one thing that you're also very uniquely positioned to to kind of talk about. Um, you know, when, when you're just doing your own business and, you know, let's say you have a couple different ones, you yeah. only get those few attempts at your one liner, but you get to see a whole bunch of different people through your coaching sure. work on their one liners. Yeah. What are some common challenges and, you know, mistakes that you see people making when they're kind of crafting this?
1: You know, when, when you're working on your one liners, uh, the, the big things there is that you want to keep them simple. You don't want to use jargon. You don't want to use sort of, um, let's call it uh, really technical speak uh, mm-hmm. around all Why? that stuff. Why? Because people just want things plain and simple. People understand them better. They uh, aren't if, if you're leaving sort of any question around language as to what that word means and how it's supposed to be conceptualized, you're losing them. You're confusing them. And from that perspective, you don't want to confuse anybody. You know, I, lo- I love to use things in the most simple language as possible. If you can use grade three language, you've done a good job in explaining what it is that you're going to do so that any person can truly understand what it is. So try to stay away from acronyms, try to stay away from any technical speak, try to stay away from those kind of things. And you really want to show people the benefits of using your service, not the features. So when we take that idea of, you know, don't outline the details in the technical specifics outline what it's going to give them that's that life afterwards part right it's like Mm -hmm. they don't really care half the time about how they're going to you know all all the different technicalities of things and people get mired down in that sometimes because they're used to it and it's their sort of thing doesn't mean that your listener is so from that perspective you really have to make it in layman's terms that are going to make sense for everybody so that there's never a question on how that's going to you know, transpose what's going to happen through the journey that you're going to take them on if they become your client or you sell them the product that you're going to sell them, you know, whether it's a service or a product, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, no, uh, that and that's obviously easier said than done. And it's something that is going to take time. And, you know, I, I want the listeners to understand that, hey, your first attempt at this one liner is not going to be the one that that you use, you know, later on down the road, it's, it, it's a iterative process. Um, something that, you know, you're going to get a lot of feedback on and, uh, you know, whether you want the feedback or not, uh, it's, it's going to happen over yeah. the course of it. So what's important is going out there and, and trying it and, you know, building it out. And, um, you know, if, if you're thinking about what your one liner is going to be for your business and you want feedback, shoot it to, to Pete and I, we would yeah. love to, uh, you know, we'd love to, to bounce that back and forth and, and, and talk through that. Uh, Pete, the, the last thing uh, I always like to ask all of our guests when they come on is, is a very simple question and it is why are you an entrepreneur?
1: Well, it's a good question and I think the, the main reason I'm an entrepreneur is because I like to call my own shots. I like to mm-hmm. ha- make my own destiny. I've you know I have my goals in my life and things like that and it's up to me to get there and I'm perfectly good with that. Uh, I just have always enjoyed being my own boss and and sort of working through things at my own pace and living up to that. So from, from that perspective, I'm good with making decisions. I'm good with taking control of my own life. And, you know, quite honestly, Peyton, I don't like having to report to anybody. So it's just part of my entrepreneurial nature uh, along the way. So those, those are some of the main reasons. I'm the, I'm the creator of my own destiny when I'm my own boss. And I think that's, uh, that's been why I've been an entrepreneur for my, my whole life.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And it, I love asking that question because everybody articulates it differently, but at its core, there's a lot of similarities between the reasons that everybody is going off on their own and, and, you know, kind of building their own destiny, like you said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a powerful journey for those of us. I mean, it's not for everybody. No, <laughs> entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But for those that want to take it on, it's a great life.
0: Absolutely. Well, Pete, where can the people learn a little bit more about you? Plug those socials if they want to get in contact with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Uh, best way is just a Google simplifying entrepreneurship. You'll find my website. You'll find my podcast. Uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram at Pete Moore, that's M-O-H-R. Uh, so Pete Moore, M-O-H-R. And, or you can just email me at Pete at Moore.coach, M-O-H-R dot C-O-A-C-H. Awesome. Pete, thanks so much. Been a
0: pleasure. Make it a great day. All right, guys, Uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks. will all be in the description
1: of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it,
0: we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple podcasts, five star ratings and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to, to climb up the charts and you know continue to, to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything and we're excited to see you next week.